Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you live from EmoSocialClub.tv. I am Brian. And I'm Lizzie. This is the Emo Social Club podcast, the podcast about music, news, cool bands, hometowns, an all-out war of pop punk. Who is the best suburb that you actually still hate, but you are still defending because you still (laughs) defend pop punk, but hate your hometown? At the yeah. same time. Really weird. That's this episode if you will. is with our friends in Wolf Road uh, from my hometown. So that's why I brought that up. And uh, we we did something special with our stream for this one. We premiered their new music video and announced their new EP releasing at the end of this month. Uh, so we will talk a bit about that. Uh, might feel a little bit like you're missing out on something, which you probably were if you weren't at the stream or if you're not checking us out on YouTube. So... Uh, make sure to get over there. Make sure you're following us on all those places. And uh, and yeah, we talk about music. We talk about their music. We talk about concerts and all that good stuff. So uh, if you're here, we're glad you're here. Make sure to check out the rest of the episode because it's a lot of fun. If you um, wanted to check out the music video, because you should, and the song, um, we're going to have it linked in our episode notes that you should be reading. We spend Read. time on that. You write them out. We spend time on that. Time is spent. Uh, and of course, if you like this episode, the best way to get the word out about the Emo Social Club is to share it with somebody. Let somebody know. Let somebody know that your friends were on it. Let somebody know that you liked what we were talking about. Uh, share it on your social. Share it with your parents. Let everybody know about it. That's... Share with your uh, local hometown rival that you're yeah. going to fight in this pop punk breakdown. <laughs> punk breakdown. <laughs> Perfect. Well, before we get into the episode, Lizzie, what you got going on? What's going on with you? Nothing much is going on with me, but if you're still on Twitter, at Xemo Social Club, X and TikTok too. So we're still posting stuff up over there. Um, I guess not really shadow banned. It's just like I feel most people have kind of migrated off of TikTok now that things are happening again. So still go over there, like our stuff. We mutually like people's stuff back within reason, unless you're being weird about it. So don't just be weird about it. The biggest thing is I'm asking is don't be weird about it. But besides that, I'm not getting too crazy. So if you want to get mildly crazy on Twitter, definitely do that. And um, that's about it. I think it's pretty mild of a week so far. But also, this is coming out a week later. So who knows? Something could have happened by now. But besides that, uh, we have new merch. But Brian can tell you more about that. I can. We're doing a pre-order for some ah! merch. And uh, we'd love it if you wanted some. We are, we're hoping that you're interested in supporting the club in such a way. Uh, we would love to do some more things. This is an initial design just to get some interest and get some shirts out there. Uh, and if you are interested, go to emo social club.com slash store you can order the new t-shirts uh they are pre-order shipping at the end of the month so if you are getting it now it should be uh should be 
should be speeding up, ramping up production pretty quickly here. So uh, make sure you get it, your order in now. We would very much appreciate you. More merch will be coming. Uh, as for yeah, what those, we got going on, those hot boy summer booty shorts, they're coming. They gotta come. They gotta. They have gotta to put be them there. up there. Gotta do it. Uh, other than that, uh, remember this Saturday we are not streaming. We are off this Saturday. There will be no happy hour on Saturday night. I think Lizzie and I have earned it. We've earned a Saturday night to ourselves. A little bit of a break. Uh, we will be streaming tomorrow night, Friday. If you're listening to this Thursday, we will have our normal happy hour. But that's just me, so it doesn't really count. My block will be there for everybody. That's about it. <laughs> Lizzie will have an impact. She just won't be there to pact upon it. Um, so yeah, that's our, that, that's how our weekend is looking. We will of course be streaming next week as normal and stay tuned to find out what that's going to look like. Uh, and also every Monday night I'm doing Metal Gear Solid streams. Now I, I, I throw it in there like it's not fun, but then a lot of our audience does actually really like, uh, Metal Gear Solid. So I don't know, maybe it's actually not that like, I think you really cool. pulled them in with your voice effects. I think that really did it in for him. Colonel. Probably. Uh, anyway, let's uh, let, let's say that that's it. That's it. And uh, thank you for, for checking everything out. And uh, here is our episode with Wolf Road. Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you live from emosocialclub.tv. I am Brian. And I'm Lizzie, and we're here this afternoon with Nick and Chris of Wolf Road. Thank you so much, guys, for coming on here. We super appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Yeah, I'm Chris. I sing in Wolf Road. I'm Nick. I play the drums, and I sing as well. Are you like Aaron Gillespie? No. Okay, we were talking. <laughs> we, we like got into like a lot of conversations the other night about like Aaron Gillespie, like influence. Somebody from being a drummer to being like a, a vocalist, and I'm, maybe that's you. This is your I, I've story. heard the name. Can you remind me who who he's in? Uh, Under it. Oath. Okay, he doesn't even yeah. know. <laughs> Under <laughs> Oath, and then went on to be in the Almost. Oh, okay, I was just just Under Oath now. All right. I mean, I I don't know. I I play and. I like to scream and sing also while I do it. I I don't know why it's it's difficult, but I mean, it's a good time and everyone at the show seemed to like it. So I just keep doing it. Didn't you point to like the guy in Chelsea Grin? <laughs> that, Doesn't he yeah. like drum and mm. rip some boots? That dude's yeah. a monster. The kids seem yeah, to like He's it. really cool. Just like <laughs> playing blast beats and shit. And then he's like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Goals. Yeah, that's your goal. Uh, well, we have a lot of fun stuff in store for this episode, which is like, we, we were, <laughs> we were asked, would you like to do some debuts for Wolf Road? And we're like, what is, what does that mean? And yes, we don't know what that looks like, but we're happy to do it. <laughs> um, so what, maybe you tell us what we should be uh, doing here <laughs> to announce this kind of stuff. Like what's coming up for you? Well, uh, surprise, surprise. We're dropping a new single today. Blue Moon Reimagined. And, you know, if you followed us before, you would know we had a song called Blue Moon that was on our first EP, Nowhere Around You. Uh, <laughs> last month, we dropped a song called As Good As It Gets, which was a new single. It was acoustic. 
which surprised a lot of people. I don't think they were expecting us to do that, transitioning from pop punk and heavier stuff to just a fully acoustic track. And uh, surprise, Blue Moon Reimagined is kind of similar, but it's also got some electronic stuff in the background. And uh, yeah, Blue Moon Reimagined plus As Good As It Gets are both singles off our upcoming EP called Counterpoint. So we're announcing that here now on Emo Social Club. <laughs> Thanks for doing the premiere of that. And uh, yeah, we've got the Blue Moon Reimagined music video to check out for the Twitch audience who can see that right now. Sorry, podcast audience. You guys just have to <laughs> Google that shit yourselves. You're going to have to go to the YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you'll, you'll have to look Where's in the, the show video? notes for once. The video and like, what are they talking format? about? And then click on it. <laughs> Uh, cool. Should we, uh, should we, should we do that now? Should we showcase it now? Yeah, let's do it. All right, guys. Here's the world premiere. The world. Hold on, I'll do an effect for this. The world, the world. premiere. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh All right, God. let's get it. Let's do it. <laughs> Hope everybody enjoyed that, that premiere. As a world exclusive for all of you here, people join. Hell yeah. So hi, everyone. Thanks for doing that. Have you guys premiered stuff on here before? Or was that the first time you... Oh, first that time. was premiere. the first time. First wow. We're first excited so... to take your premiere virginity. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, now you say it that Love way, it. I'm like ready for ready for the future, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Um, hey, listen, our, our friends Action Adventure have been saying that we are the new TRL, and yeah. I don't want to believe it, but now I believe it a little bit. I am I shitty can Carson Daly. <laughs> Throw it over to this music video by Christina Aguilera. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that was your single for Blue Moon, uh, Reimagined. Uh, why don't you take us through like a little bit about the video? Like, how did you shoot that, and, and what was the theme, and, and all that kind of stuff? I think Nick, you came up with the idea, right? You want to speak on that first? I did. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so we were kind of thinking. So the track "Blue Moon" is something that was on our first EP, "Nowhere Around You," and that song is a little bit heavier. It's got some screams on it. It's got some riffs. It's got like this like outro breakdown thing. So. When it came time when we decided, hey, we want to write like this acoustic EP, I think one of the big missions for us was how can we make all these songs fit like two different vibes? How could you listen to the same song like when you're angry and pissed off, but then also like when you want to chill was kind of the vibe I was trying to go for. So uh, Blue Moon didn't have a music video from the first EP and because this version of the song was so different I was like we should do something a little bit different interesting for the video so we came up with the idea we hit up my friend from high school uh, Tyler Grameth who uh, he's been filming videos for a little bit now and we were like hey man would you be interested in doing this and he was like hell yeah and um, yeah so we shot a bunch of that playing footage basically at like this warehouse at uh at inside town which is um okay. yeah we uh we played our last show before the pandemic there actually so 
I was at that Oh, really? Show. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was my last show before the pandemic. <laughs> oh, my pandemic. God. Oh, that feels like so long ago. It hurts. Uh, Over a year. But, uh, yeah, it was really cool. So we just hung out there during the day, shot a bunch of footage. And then afterwards, uh, he took it, I think, to his house. And he filmed in his attic with all, like, these computer monitors he found. And he put the footage on them and just filmed around. Yeah, basically the idea, because the message of the song Blue Moon is very, like, political. Just being frustrated with politicians that don't do things to help normal people. Um, hopefully that's changing. We'll see. TBD. <laughs> TBD. Um, TBD. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, with the political kind of message of the song, we wanted to keep it kind of angsty and kind of go for a post-apocalyptic kind of thing. So I think that's kind of the vibes it gives off with like this undisclosed location and what's going on. And, you know, we're just kind of being transmitted in to whoever's in the room watching the, the videos on the TV screens or whatever. So I think it fits the vibe. It's like Nick said, more chill. Uh, I, I think what excites me about it is the fact that it has that kind of like darker meaning and tones. But at the same time, it's like super chill, especially at the end when the lo-fi beats and stuff kind of come in. It's, <laughs> It's chill wolf road to study to. <laughs> wolf road Actually, to study I to. love that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a different vibe than the, the shit we've done before, that's for sure. Yeah. I was going to say the music video gave me like kind of vibes until you just said um, the political undertones of it. It gave me kind of like a rise against type of like attitude and feeling. And that definitely kind of brings it all together, at least for me. Um, when you're kind of describing it but I also really like how it's more of a political like not even like overtly because I feel like there's a lot of people in the scene who are like you know more outspoken like online or like just in you know general and public sphere but in their music it's not as much so I think that's a really interesting thing to kind of do and add into your music yeah it's funny I guess we're kind of like <clears throat> the opposite we don't you know usually talk that much about politics or anything uh other than like, hey, go get vaccinated, which, you know, shouldn't really be that political. But I guess it comes across that way these days. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we just don't want to limit ourselves in terms of what we're going to write about. You know, we have songs about heartbreak, but we also have songs about politics. Like, you know, it's just it's cool to not have to limit yourselves artistically like that. Agreed. It also, I mean, yes. the post-apocalyptic part of things, like, of course, you mentioned like the video feed is like being transmitted in and I'm like, yeah, like, like zoom or like what we're doing right here on, yeah. on Twitch. And it's like, yeah, it's, it's this, uh, sort of parallel to like the messages. Like normally you'd give that message in person. You'd be at a show and you'd be like, all right, like we're going to talk about this. And like, this is what we believe in. And we're glad we're all here. Everybody start a circle pit. If somebody falls down, you pick them right the fuck back up. <laughs> uh but in this case it's like yeah we want to get this message out how do we do that and it's like yeah through through screens i guess right now yeah this is the post-apocalypse welcome <laughs> to the post-apocalypse welcome i was gonna say you're watching this on your lunch break it's kind of funny like how you described it as like post-apocalyptic because i i don't know my mind just instantly wanders to like fallout and i'm like shit like that's yeah that's always. a scary world like <laughs> yeah yeah and that's like there's no TV screen. Well, there's like very limited TV screens in that. And I'm like, well, at least we have, you know, the internet in our post-apocalypse. Right. <laughs> like we're not stuck yeah. in a desert with radios. 
We are well, not the Killjoys, is what we're getting at, correct. Ryan. Correct. <laughs> Killjoys make some noise. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, we can talk about displays. Let's talk about displays later. Let's get to that later. Let's let let's let Lizzie, you know, feel like she's a part the, of it. We are all uh, from the same hometown. Many years separated because I am a hundred and you guys have youthful energy and a whole bright future ahead of you. Uh, oh my God. Dog years or a hundred generally? Just generally, just based on oh, okay. calendar. Looking really uh, great for a hundred. Thank you. He's thank that you. Benjamin Button type, you know. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a there's a function on the camera here that's just like de-age <laughs> moving. It's all that. It's all faked. It's all for the for the media. For uh, the cameras. Yeah, so our, our experiences will be different, but we can get to that later. We'll talk about that later. So when it comes to your new EP, what what exactly is going to be on this? Is it going to be more things that are reimagined or is it just going to be like this kind of culmination of like acoustic and then a little bit more of like a softer take in comparison? Or is it just going to be something that's a culmination of everything? Yeah, so it's a, a combo of new and reimagined. It's going to have the song As Good As It Gets that we put out a couple months back on it, which was a brand new song. And obviously it's got Blue Moon reimagined and a couple other reimagined songs from our first EP. And uh, yeah, it was honestly like, I would say maybe the first thing we worked on in 2020. But after, you know, the lockdowns and stuff like that hit, we got right to work on writing new music. And at some point we had the idea to try and do a live stream just to stay in touch with people and did an acoustic live stream. So that's when we first got the idea to be like, hey, let's translate our songs. But more than that, we really wanted to have a different vibe for each of them. We didn't want to just like play each song and here's the same thing, just spat back out acoustic. So Blue Moon obviously got like the lo-fi stuff and all the extra instrumentation there. Um, we did our song Dogwood and it's got like a Spanishy vibe. So we were very intentional about like the songs we picked we wanted to do ones that we felt like we could add something to it so that it really can stand as its own thing and not just be this like spat back acoustic, you know, version. And, uh, and that's when we got the idea to do as good as it gets too. Cause we had basically some leftover ideas. And while we were doing the acoustic stuff, we're like, let's just work on a new song too and throw it in there, keep things fresh. So yeah, that's what counterpoint's going to be a blend. And uh, we were doing that while we were writing other material. So You've got a lot of shit coming this year and counterpoints just the first kind of phase of that yeah that was uh it was really fun too because uh we only played like five shows literally before the world ended so it was kind of like shit <laughs> we had all these plans to you know play with a bunch of other bands like do some weekend runs stuff like that and it kind of seemed like our time playing got cut short so it was just a matter of time to uh start working on some new stuff. And then like Chris said, we did that acoustic stream and it was kind of the first time we realized, Hey, like this could actually be like a cool little thing to do with this time we now have. So, uh, we threw that together, um, late last year and yeah, so now we're getting ready to put it out. You guys are awesome. Yeah. And you know, we're trying to, Fingers crossed we're looking into maybe doing something to celebrate that as well. You know, if, uh, you know, the pandemic providing <laughs> getting vaxxed and being masked up and stuff like that. But uh, the world's starting to come back together. We'll see. Yeah. 
just trying to get those those outdoor it, coffee shop vibes going. Yes. It would be great yeah. for that. Yes. Yeah. Just just like rent out a local coffee shop and be like, hey guys, it's socially distanced. We're outside. Everyone wears a goddamn mask. And then drink your coffee and listen to some chill lo-fi post-apocalyptic <laughs> beats. It doesn't and seem just... like it should be that hard to do, right? No. Like can... right? <laughs> no, no. Those rules, so Lizzie and I were talking yeah. the other day that bre- breweries really hard word for me to say breweries <laughs> might be the new move for that kind of thing oh, you yeah. can like sit outside at like a big patio and everybody's got a beer and nobody uh, goes to anywhere nearby and we just you know yeah wave to each other <laughs> i would love that i i kind of was testing the waters on that last month i did an open mic that was at a brewery kind of like you're saying and uh as far as i know nobody got covid everyone had to be yeah. masked and stuff you know when you're not enjoying your drink and that was really fun. So that was like my first step back into the world. And honestly, it was like crazy, like playing after I finished the first song I did, like just seeing all these other people there and getting the applause and whatever, singing along, all that shit. Like, honestly, it was getting kind of emotional because it's been over a year. Like, it I was don't know, it impacted me. Weirdly. It was cool. I, I was there and it definitely felt really crazy. Like, oh, my God, it. it, it there's a lot of excitement you could kind of like feel in the room for a lot of people. It was like, this is the first time seeing any sort of live performance in over a year. And it's just like a local open mic. It's like, Oh my God, this is so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of energy for sure. Like way more than people probably would normally have just for an acoustic kind of open mic setting. So I'm hoping that, translates into you know when real shows come back to full shows the people are probably going to be bouncing off the walls and ready to go if we're allowed to you know mock <laughs> and run into each other we'll see yeah. right. i feel like it's there is gonna be like the thing is it would be like warp tour to like hey don't mosh because if you get hurt it's not our fault it'd be this i feel like it would be the same which is terrible to say but yeah. like you can't go to riot fest and i feel like there's certain bands that everyone's gonna be like i'm just getting in and i'd be like listen i want to too but i'm a little scared don't know how it's gonna work unless we're all like on that like that cyber goth like steampunk energy and we all got these really cool masks or something like Hold we're on. all will i am's mask in the pit i would be fine with that this is this is coming up with a great idea here <laughs> honey where's my super suit <laughs> that's what i need to get in the pit yeah cyber goths in the pit only cyber goths in the pit thing is like they don't really moss they just do like their moves by themselves and they're in like such a perfect formation where they already look like they're six feet apart this might be the way to do it this might be expert timing Lizzie, listen it's time it's Lizzie, time to bring it back i think you're a genius crushing it <laughs> i'm gonna just... get you on the phone with fauci boy and yeah <laughs> sit listen and together and figure it out <laughs> Listen, Dr. Fauci, the kids want cyber guy. <laughs> listen, listen, I know it's out yeah, of the wheelhouse, do. but that's what they want. You want the E-boy and E-girls to hop up? What this? It's going to happen. Yeah. It's putting up the cyber goth memes. And it's like, Dr. Fauci, this is not what we wanted. <laughs> <laughs> not the way to convince people to do this. <laughs> you guys were on some pretty like... Like you said you only played five shows before the pandemic because you were on some pretty big shows. I think it was five. Yeah, exactly. It was five. I uh, I remember them all. 
I've had a year no. to count it. I've had You're a year to count it back. Well, sometimes you say like, "Oh, we only played four shows." I'm like, "That's not true. We didn't." <laughs> Maybe one didn't really count. Yeah. Who knows? What we do you don't mean? know. You were there. <laughs> I was at that last one. Did that one not count? No, that counted. I just felt like I was the oldest person there. I was like, I'm 25, I, and I'm like, I don't know anybody else here who uh, I I knew one other person from high school, and I knew yeah. he was older than me, and that was about it. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that that was a fun one. We that one I think will always be most remembered for me. We got unplugged. That was why. I don't yes. think we got unplugged. I think the PA like just shit the bed. Oh, you don't think someone like hit it or something? I was told that somebody like moshed into it. I well, there was a lot of kids there, story. and it was like all there's one level. And when they said it got unplugged, I said, you know what? I can believe that. Mm. I can yeah. believe that. It's a lot of people I just, here. <laughs> they either got story. unplugged or it got overloaded. That's maybe. what I thought. Just because like when you do a DIY show like that, and you're using someone's like basement PA system to run like multiple microphones, and for us our tracks too. Like it's it's gonna it's gonna draw a lot, but I think my favorite moment from when that happened though was so I saw Chris's mic died, so he's standing there. So then he goes and he grabs our guitarist Jeff's mic, and that one's not working. <laughs> and then I still don't know for whatever reason. It's like I thought you would know. Like it's out by he comes and he grabs my microphone from behind the drums. <laughs> I'm like, all right, that's all the microphones here now. That's like, it's got to be the system. Well, you know, yeah. the unspoken rule is you never stop playing no matter right, what. Yeah. So we did, like, you played and it was what? Basically just drums and guitar and, and bass. And so I, I'm like, there's nothing I can do. I'm singing, but like, no one can hear me. So I yeah. was like, fuck it. I might as well try them all. <laughs> yeah. As well. And we'll roll with it, you know? So I'm just doing my part, you know? <laughs> My due diligence. I get all the microphones now. Yeah. I remember I well, saw uh, Escape the Fate show back in the day, and Craig Mabbitt, like, stole the guy's mic. I was using two at a time. So I'm like, you know what? I'll up that. I'll go with three. Yeah. Three mics for Chris. And none of them are on. <laughs> Still no one can hear me. None of them are on. You'll have to just, like, get one of those, like, little toy ones that just, like, amplify when you just speak into oh, yeah. it. So next time you're just ready. You're like, it died. This is the next best thing, everybody. Let's hey, go. You're on. You're on great idea number two now. I'll just yep. bring like a <laughs> megaphone just or yeah. something. Yeah. You know that's kind of edgy a too. Microphone, if, if you will. Pocket <laughs> microphone. Listen, it's sanitary. It's your own. It fits in your pocket. Hopefully, it's pink or something too, because most of those are yeah, like made for kids. Yeah, it has to stand out. It has to stand out. You'll have to that. have your e-girl moment by having it be pink. Yep. That's yeah. how you'll relate to the kids in the audience. <laughs> Hell yeah. To Gen Z. The kids who also have their own microphones with them. <laughs> oh, I brought mine too. Uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a fun one. Uh, quite a note to leave out for our last show. Yeah. Um, but that was a dope uh, dope lineup. We had Will Matt and Meet Me at the Altar and Luca. I think that was the whole show. Am I missing something? That was them all. That was a stack lineup oh my god i want to play with all yeah, of those bands that again. was a really fun show <laughs> yeah. it was cool because i think luca is the first only other like heavier band that we played with am i forgetting someone nick because usually we play with other pop punk bands you know people just figure that kind of works but we also have 
like a, a heavier side, you know, more metal core kind of stuff. So usually we're just like the heaviest band on the bill by default. <laughs> so it was cool to have someone else who was like heavier than us for yeah. once. I don't know. I can't can't think of another like hardcore band like that. I was gonna say Dying a Designer. I, I was gonna say that's where I ran into you guys for the first time at that, that show because he's a he's a friend. But I was like, I, I actually got there late and didn't see your set, so I'm just gonna apologize for that right oh, now wow. off the bat. I told you about yeah. it there, but before you know anybody comes for me, it's like I already told you guys. Brian, after the pandemic, we're going for the five band bills. We're going we at the start we're to going, the end. We're going. Come on. Doors open at six. I will have a coffee at five thirty p.m. <laughs> <laughs> Be ready to go. Um, I'll have my work laptop on in the background being like, yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah. Just doing something. Uh, but yeah, I do remember that that show. And I was like, oh, it's kind of weird to have like this like heavier pop punk sort of band on this like hip hop bill, <laughs> like emo rap bill. Yeah. I mean, that's cool. I mean, he's got like obviously the pop punk kind of instrumentation going on. Mm-hmm. So between us and Will Matt's was on that one, too. I don't know. It was cool. It rounds it out. Like, I see where they're going mm-hmm. with that. The related genres. It was, it was cool. Um, our dad was really excited to see Dying in Designer. <laughs> so he was there <laughs> and he caught the Love set that. just because, like, after the show was announced, he went and he looked them up on YouTube. He's like, this guy's pretty good. And, like, you know, <laughs> this is that's not our father's usual cup of tea of music. So, but of course. It, was, it was still great to see. I totally forgot about that, Nick. That's so funny. Yeah, at, like the last thing you would expect him to be into. This guy is all pirate radio, Key West. Wow. Oh my God. Yeah, he was. He was the guy originally who was like, "Oh, I don't, don't much care for the screaming and the music." But you know, he's like, "Rush is the only supreme." <laughs> band. Yeah, pretty, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, I do remember that though. He was like. Yeah, his dying designer is really good. I was like waiting for the like the butts or like sarcasm. Like, you being serious? Uh, <laughs> that's butts. great though. But uh, I fuck with dying and designer, man. That album is so sad. <laughs> I listen to that <laughs> shit when I'm trying to feel like a true sad boy. Yeah, I I had talked to him a little bit about it at the time because he was uh, his guitarist was playing with us in our cover band at the time. So uh, we were like talking to him about it, and he's just like, just like find like the hardest thing that you ever went through and then just write a lot about it and just be like really, really, really in your feelings and you'll have an album. And I was like, you, yeah, you did that. You that. Okay, yeah. All right. Yeah. You accomplished that goal <laughs> straight up. Yeah. Yeah. That, so that was a great one too. I don't know. Yeah. We've, uh, we've had a lot of good shows. You're right. Um, and these people are like going places now, like, Especially meet me at the altar, you know. I think about and uh, and even Action Adventure. We played with them on a show too. It's like all these people are getting signed now, or on fucking fueled by ramen and pure noise. Like, wow, a lot of shit. You'd be amazed what can happen in a year where people can't go anywhere or do anything. I know. <laughs> I know. Like, and you, you like you'll only have a few shows or bands like start, and it's like, hey, here's a here here's this. Like, we can't wait to get you out on an actual tour in maybe the next couple of years, but. Until then, like we'll just vote you and your music and and all that kind of stuff, and it's like it's working. It I I do think it's really strange, but I'm like also we're all so hungry for new music and for new content and new stuff from people that it's like yeah, give it all to me. <laughs> just make as much as you can right now, I guess. Yeah, I, I know there's like kind of 
two ways people look at that. Like some of them have said, we're not going to release music until we can tour again and stuff. But I'm glad that for the most part, people are putting stuff out because yeah, like, fuck, it's been a year. What are we going to do? Like I really needed that to have mm-hmm. stuff coming out. So we're trying to do our part with that. Got more on the way. Got counterpoint coming at the end of the month. May 28th. I don't know if I shouted out the date before, but May 28th, <laughs> the whole thing's dropping. It's always good to remind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's always good. Yeah. Like Were you going to say something, Nick? It looked like I cut you off. There. I was just going <laughs> to say, yeah, with like all these bands putting out uh, new music and stuff during the pandemic, I, it, it's, it's awesome because, you know, like I love new music, but sometimes I get sad when I think about, you know, next time some of these bands might be able to come around and like tour they might have already moved on to like a new album cycle. And I'm like, shit, like I might've missed an era. And it's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of a weird, I I've thought about that too. It's weird for us. Cause we're in this space where, yeah, like we played a couple shows. Like we still feel like we're a baby band, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, like this thing was just born. We played a couple shows and it's like, well, we're on to the next record and just keep it moving. We've been a band like, in covid and quarantine longer than outside of it yeah a weird damn weird your life <laughs> yeah i we've talked to some bands that have been like that too and it's it's just so weird because like you said like there's like this evolution to happening i know for hot mulligan they had you'll be fine come out and they couldn't tour on it and then the most recent single they put out apparently a bunch of people were upset it didn't have as much screaming in it and they're like, you're changing. I don't like this. And they're like, you know, we can evolve and have like new sounding music. It sounds pretty similar. There's just not as much screaming. But I think that like what you're bringing up is that, you know, people are starting to move into different album cycles or different like styles in a sense. And then we're missing out on like what the full experience could have been if, you know, we didn't have COVID or, you know, if more shows were able to happen or even if they were able to do a few live stream shows. I think that that's something really interesting because I never really thought about that at all. I don't know. Just like, I guess one thing, like one band example I really think of is like uh, Alpha Wolf put out their new album this past year and they put that out like right in the middle of of, uh, quarantine and like it's a really good fucking album and I'm kind and like they're in (laughs) Australia too. So it's like, could be a fat minute before those dudes ever get back over here. And by then yep. it's like, oh, maybe they'll have a new EP and maybe they won't play as many of like the new songs that I really love. So that's kind of where I'm coming from there. And actually, yeah, Hot Mulligan, yeah. Uh, we went to uh, that that Riot Fest Halloween show they did where. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah it was really cool. And they were like, this is the first time like we've ever played some of these songs. I was like, fuck, yeah. So, glad glad I got to catch that but you know like you said time goes on they put out the next EP and then worried like will I hear like some of those favorite songs you know live uh, on a slightly more positive note <laughs> high, <laughs> high key recommend drive-in shows though I, I don't know if like that's going to be a thing anymore because they're aiming to actually have things open by july or august it looks like um but we went to two we saw that one and then we also saw beartooth in wisconsin yeah and you know it's not the same thing as like you catch them at bottom lounge or house of blues or whatever and you're moshing around right but it was still a great time and 
I'd say like vibe wise, it kind of reminds me of going to a festival, you know, and, and just kind of seeing a band maybe from afar, or like more casually hanging out. And so it, even though it's not exactly the same, like I would be going way more crazy if I hadn't had the chance to go check out those couple drive-in shows. So I think it's a fun thing that, you know, maybe for shits and gigs, people do again in the spring or in general. I know that um, SeatGeek Stadium are only doing drive-in shows still this summer. So I don't know who's going to be there, but <laughs> some of them are still happening, it sounds like. Yeah. Hoping Is that it... the one? Uh... Oh, so go ahead, Brian. Oh, I mean, I was just going to say, I hope that it stays as a variety so that people who, uh, people who feel comfortable only going to a drive-in uh, have what they want to do. That's probably me, <laughs> like mostly for right now. It's like, uh, that's all I really want to do. If people uh, feel comfortable around September for a riot fest or a festival of some sorts, they can do that. Uh, if people only want to stay at home and do live stream stuff, there's still a lot of that option out there and people are doing that. So I hope it's, I hope it stays variety. I do think that that's really the realistic the thing that's going to happen because people are, people are going to be at different levels of comfortability over the next year still. And I'm like, man, don't everybody just go out at, at like, Hey, we're doing this night at uh, at this venue, and it's like I don't want to go to that. Put it on the internet, yeah. <laughs> like show it to me there. Hey, everyone, it's Lizzie from the Emo Social Club. With a new season comes a new logo and merch. If you haven't noticed, we updated our iconic Emo Social Club logo thanks to our new designer Joey Resco. You can pre-order a shirt with the new design on our website emosocialclub.com/store. And every dollar goes towards us keeping the neon lights on here at the club. These will ship out in late May through early June. So get your orders in now. Thanks always for the support from us here at the Emo Social Club. The other day, um, my dad had asked me because he really liked Genesis and they were coming back and they're playing United Center show in October. So he's like, can you try to like get buy me tickets? And I was like, OK, so I went on. It was six hundred and fifty dollars per ticket for a three hundred level seating. <clears throat> and I said, hey, um, no. And he's like, that's ridiculous. And then um, Summerfest just announced today and the Jonas Brothers are there. I love the Jonas Brothers. So I'm like, I got to go. And I was looking at what their their ticket prices would be. Their ticket prices are still the same prices that they were before COVID for their United Center show. I know it's up in Wisconsin, so it's a little bit different. But I think because there's going to obviously be a huge price discrepancy, depending on certain bands and just certain artists that like you have to offer, I think live streams as just like a way to offset those people and fans you're going to be losing because I don't know who can afford $650 to go see a vintage rock band in the nosebleeds and be like, yep, this is it. This is the vibe. This is what I want. <laughs> Worth my $650. In this economy, yeah. guys, come on. Putting those Biden bucks to tickets. I don't even know about, about Genesis because... If I was going to go, I'd want to hear that drum solo, you know, but yeah. I, I don't right? think that's a Genesis song. It's not. Like uh, Phil Collins. A... Yeah, yeah you would have to see Phil Collins by himself. Yeah, I would go though. solely for that drum fill. It's hundred fifty dollars for a drum fill. People, you know? <laughs> if There'd you be like and all those people ready to go for that yeah. part. <laughs> Listen, if you and those 500 other people, though, chant, play the drum solo, you coward. They gotta listen to someone. They gotta listen to someone. <laughs> they just want. <laughs> that's a that's a long one. How would you clap that like? Yeah. 
play the drum solo you cow like I'm yeah or you just aggressively yell i usually just aggressively yell and hope <laughs> that's for the best. it ac actually just, just causes them to just walk off stage mid-show yeah <laughs> <laughs> we got any nickelback fans in portugal i was literally <laughs> just thinking about the, you know the, the video he's talking about there's like a, a greatest hits <laughs> of like people getting booed off stage and stuff. That's one of them. It's Nickelback, but it's got like Guns and Roses and, and shit in there too. A lot of bands. It's so funny. It's oh I God. highly recommend it if you ever have five minutes in your day. Yeah. <laughs> to just okay. watch a bunch of bands get booed off stage. It's not. It. It's not even like, like just getting like, booed. It's like the Guns and Roses one is like Axl Rose, like just mid like song. He sees someone with a camera. He's like, take that camera, goddammit. Oh, and yeah. He, and he jumps, oh, he dives God. off the stage at yeah. this guy. And that is content that I just want to watch. Remember the summer of everybody being like, no cameras allowed. And we were like, all right, that's <laughs> cute. Dude, that's funny. I went that's to a perfect nice. circle okay. and they said no cameras. They had security guards around every like area where people were sitting and standing. They had signs on the back of every chair. No cameras they're like we were reminding you to keep your cell phone in your pocket i was like this is really weird how like that's if you're being about it but it was kind of cool like it was kind of just like and i went to that concert alone because i am alone <laughs> but oh. i was like oh, i mean who am I, I, I don't know I'm many other people who are into tool so hey, that makes uh, sense hey, right the perfect <laughs> circle different band it's, it's Going to tool alone. I got friends. <laughs> okay. Okay, yeah, right. I've, I've always thought it's a weird thing, like when people do crack down that like no cameras. Like what what's the thought process that if you see this video online, you're not gonna go like, Oh, I saw somebody's really shitty phone recording, now yeah. I don't have to go see MGK or whatever. Like Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's not that's how that works. Me right now, because they did put uh MGK's full somebody put MGK's full concert in Florida up online and I'm like, Well, that's good because I would not have gone to that show. Yeah, I would not have gone to that in Florida. Oh, yeah. I'd be like, I'm watching from home the safety and security, yeah. knowing that I am vaccinated and safe and not <laughs> yeah. there. <laughs> I almost forgot about that. That's true. I perused that video because, like, I want to see what he's playing. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> but I, I'm like, yeah, dude, this seems a little like it was a packed like arena or whatever. So, dude, he put his he microphone his out to the crowd, and I'm like, <laughs> that's how people die. That's how people will die. Oh my god! <laughs> like, dumped it in their faces, and I'm like, get that out of here. <laughs> it's not what I would do. But oh, that's when no. you need your pocket microphone. Yeah, that's, your, that's, that's when your you spare need it, one. guys. You give, that's like the one for the audience and then the one for yourself. It's coming full circle now. Now yeah. I know specifically when I'm going to use that pocket mic <laughs> <laughs> to avoid killing people in my sold out Jacksonville. I think it was Jacksonville. Arena. Yeah, uh, Jacksonville. Sounds right. It's a Florida place. Yeah, one of those. It's totally just thought of like that tweet. Uh, I saw once where when you're talking about like, oh, watching from the safety of my house and this guy's like, I like it inside. There's liquor here and the crime rate low. <laughs> <laughs> and then and someone, and someone comments know? like, what do you mean? The crime rate should be zero. And he's like, he's like every yeah. now and then a bitch got to get slapped. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> oh, my God. Zero makes the show a lot less fun. <laughs> The, the internet's a great place. The, my Listen, other favorite... you have... Go ahead. 
Oh, I was gonna say you just have to add some type of entertainment to it. Yeah. You know, it's you have to act like you are your own reality mm. show. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's a good one. The other one that's my favorite is the one you showed me like uh, a week ago. The guy's like, "How I keep the crime oh, rate no. low?" And, or no, what is it? How I keep the rent it's, low? It's TikTok yes! and the guy. Is like how I keep the rent low in the neighborhood, and he just like shoots his gun out the front door, like the whole clip, yep. and it's like, <laughs> oh my god! Listen, I saw somebody stitch it, and they said that that's a legitimate thing to help with, like gentr- like not to stop gentrifying areas. They'll do that once they see too much change. They're like, nope, got it. Just got to start shooting up some gunshots. Got to keep it low. What, and I'm like, what? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Asterisk uh, looks at my own neighborhood and starts to think about all the noises I've heard in it. Brian, it's your turn. Your turn. I I want to keep this neighborhood the same. I'm here now. Don't change it from now. Like as a as a as a I have a gentrifying face. I'm I'm Listen, nice. just starts just yell more. I'm nice. That's your contribution. Just yell gentrifying more. Gentrifying face. <laughs> I have a gentrifying <laughs> face. You just gotta scare your neighbors. Get creative and come up with something. I'm gonna walk outside and just be like, "Hi!" And they're gonna be like, "Nope, nope, get them out." <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I wanted to ask you because we were talking about a bit of like, you know, everybody's releasing music during this, and a lot of people are releasing primarily EPs, including yourselves, including a lot of people. It's like EP rather than like a full record seems to be the way to go. And I was thinking about when you were like, "We're gonna miss these like eras of these bands because." They're out here and, you know, they're they're releasing music now. But then by the time they're actually at a show, we're not going to be able to hear that whole thing. But then I'm thinking like, well, if they are releasing EPs, maybe that's like part of the thought. Like we'll release an EP and then it's like less music to put out so that now when we actually go to a show, it's like, well, you liked those five songs or six songs or whatever. So now we can play all of those at the show. And my my other assumption is that like we're going to have shows that last six hours period because everybody's gonna be like i don't want to go back home it's it it's sad there (laughs) but like maybe maybe that's the way we like see things going or or was there like a thought behind like doing an ep rather than doing full length thing for you guys i i mean maybe this is my unpopular opinion but i almost like eps better um because even like my favorite bands Usually, if they put out a full record, I'll find two or three songs that I'm like, okay, that was fine. I'm never going to listen to it again. <laughs> like, it's just okay <laughs> or whatever. Maybe I'm mm-hmm. just picky as hell. But I'm like, you know, most records I listen to, like, you could cut 30% of this. Just cut the fat. Give me all the bangers. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. So I kind of, you know, maybe that's just where people's attention spans are. They're getting shorter. Mine is getting shorter. But mm-hmm. I kind of like having just five, six give me your best shit and let's go. Yeah, that's fair. I think I'm also kind of in that boat. I mean, I still, you know, if, if the album slaps, the album slaps and I'm going to listen to a significant amount of it. But I think just in, um, at this time currently with, with music and listening, it's just better to have like EPs and then to consistently be dropping like new singles and things like that, just to keep like the listener engaged. Yeah, I think that's part of it, too, is like you could have a record or let's say it's the same amount of music, but you space it out differently, basically. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it's cool to have more stuff coming more frequently 
than like when a band drops an album and it's like, see you in two years. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So Four year album cycle. Ridiculous to think about. Like bands were like, yeah, we'll put out a record every four years. Right. Why? Do, why, do more. Did you break up? <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's like, like everyone's wondering, guys. Like, come on. <laughs> TikTok. Let's go. Yeah. I feel like if you wait too long, too, it gets to that point where it's like, Nobody kind of cares anymore. Like, if you wait a, a certain amount of time, you even put stuff out, there's hype, right? Mm. But eventually it goes so long that, like, when you do put it out, it's almost inevitably not going to be as great as how much people have been hyping it up. You know, and I think that happens when people do albums and it's, like, every four or five years or whatever. Especially if you know, like, they've been working on it. Yeah. Um, it's like the Chinese democracy effect. Oh, yeah. The oh, I have that on vinyl. Have that yeah, on they, final. They spent like 15 years making that album or something. Yep. <laughs> you oh know, God. it's not good. It's objectively very not good. <laughs> I'm like honestly waiting because so like you know all the all the indie kids from Tumblr 2014 are like, "Where's Lord's next album?" And she's like, "I'm working on it." And I think that some part of a song had leaked from it, and people are like, "This isn't good." So I'm waiting. For that to possibly happen with Lord, and I, all these people are going to be like really upset, and I'd be like, "Hey, what's going on, girl? Let's <laughs> talk about it." <laughs> and Lord, man, I, I feel like I haven't heard anything from her in a while. Like that's a good example. Maybe I just haven't really been in tune. But when was the last I time mean, she, she did? It was years. You said it was years, years ago. ago. Yeah, Is that yeah. Drama. Yeah, okay. melodrama. Yeah, yeah, I've never really listened to like a ton of Lord, but like my roommate like fucking loves her, so I've I've definitely heard my fair share of Lord tracks. Yeah, yeah, she's cool. <laughs> her first record was so good, so good. One of my top. So, yeah, ones. yeah. I don't know. I'm a big proponent of keep the music coming, you know. So we could release the same amount of stuff, I guess. But and also, it just like. It takes a while to to make stuff too, you know. Like if I was gonna go away and do a full record, especially when you have like a day job and shit like that, like it would take even longer to do it, you know. Yeah. I'm like, I want to keep this baby moving. Let's get some tunes <laughs> out and roll. I think it's even more important right now to like stay relevant because while it's great that the pandemic has brought a lot more like bands and new artists, it's like okay, now we're really oversaturated. Like, the industry was kind of saturated before, but now it's, like, really much, so much more so. So it's, like, you kind of have to keep putting something out, even if it's, like, a single, you know, every handful of months and say, hey, we're still here. Hey, we're still doing this. We're still, like, moving forward and, like, you know, with the end goal, hypothetically speaking, for anybody, like, of playing live and still being this artist band collective, whatever it is. So I think that moving forward with doing like EPs and just singles or even, you know, doing reimagined things with your music is going to be like the new game plan. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe like I said, it's a hot take, but I prefer to have more stuff more frequently. I agree. I think that's a, that's a, I don't think it's a hot take. I think it's an appropriate take based on how the music industry is moving, especially with there's, I think I think that last count it was 1.1 billion bands. Not an actual, but they, uh, there's obviously like a oh, lot of musicians. <laughs> they're all they're yeah. all Midwest emo. <laughs> um, 
there's there's just so many bands and everybody still interested in in finding new bands and they're interested in being a part of new music and obviously a lot of people are creative and they're putting out really good stuff i personally think a lot of bands right now are putting out some of the best stuff that like i think we've ever had as far as like a music scene especially in alternative music punk and it's like that is such a like way that everybody's thinking now but we're still having the conversation of like is this like better than putting out albums and records and it's like well i mean everybody's doing it already so like clearly yeah like we just agreed that like albums and that were the way we did it because that's how we grew up but there are people growing up now where they're like yeah bands put out one song bands put out an ep bands do concerts before they even have 30 minutes of material like that's just what happens <laughs> yeah i mean you got to do it you know you got to go to the show and it's like well we have four songs it's like I, you're on a bill i don't know what to tell you man write it play a play a c chord and just hold it for five minutes i don't know uh <laughs> oh but my god but eventually like you know it's it, i don't think it's going to be a take because we're not going to have that conversation of what it used to be like where the album cycle did last so long we're just gonna be like yeah you're we put out music all the time now like we wrote a song today here it is like that's it farm to table say, music <laughs> when you say that uh, <clears throat> just pull out a c chord and play that like resurrected some memories in me that i forgot i had <laughs> my fucking band that i was in, in high school we like i don't remember what it was we didn't have enough songs or whatever we were kind of like a heavy band but not really it was more like avenge sevenfold kind of mm. stuff versus like the hardcore scene right right you know, like, like burn the remains like those kind of guys oh, like, yeah. i think we actually might have played with them on the show I'm yeah if, if it's the show i like, think you're going to describe that yeah you did play with them it was burn <laughs> yeah. the remains, and we were like I think this is what it was. We were like, we don't have enough heavy songs. We need to play something heavier. So we literally just like spent two minutes playing random breakdowns. Yep. And someone oh, was like no. just screaming. I don't even remember what it was. Gibberish. <laughs> yep. Like, guys, we need to fit in. We're not heavy enough. And we just played this literally this. Basically what you're saying, like hold the C chord and go. But it was yep. just like <laughs> chug, 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 drop the screen. <laughs> you know what? In hindsight, they probably thought we were making fun you, of them. You. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It was probably even Very worse. Likely. You <laughs> should have just played our shit. Literally you know? peer pressured yourself like, man, into cool. being a heavy band. <laughs> yeah, that was fucking wow. That was trauma I had buried. <laughs> Here in the Emo Social Club podcast, we have you on to talk about your music and to look at a little bit repressed yeah. trauma that you had from the music. Finally, a podcast well, for really me. <laughs> <laughs> Free therapy sesh. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> Group therapy on Twitch through the internet and face to face. Yeah, wow. I do. I remember Remain, remains too. That's a, that's a name I haven't thought of in a while. Is that a good transition to Displays talk? It can be, I guess. I mean, look, we had two bands, and it was them, and now you guys. Oh. I guess. Hell yeah! As far as I know, like that's. I mean. I thought it was going to be me. Can you make me, 100 you know? Gex an honorary yes. Displains band solely for the Gex? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> technically, they're, they're St. Louis, technically, because yeah. they both were there when they were making the music, and then Laura moved to Chicago. So technically, they have a little bit of that, like, you know, the Midwest Chicago side of things. Dude, I'm going to say it because I want to claim it, you know? Dude, does, so we're, yeah, we were talking about this before we hopped on, but, like, 
what was the deal with the tree? Like, did they even know about this or was it just like whoever took the photo just happened to be in Des Plaines? Like, how does that even happen? They just showed up, have, I guess. There was like driving through. Have you guys actually been to that tree? I have not been to the tree. I've been telling Brian we need to make an, a trip out there just to take like a promo photo of the tree just to be like bringing it all together for the so, meme. Yeah. But we have not. Last summer. Uh, so I've heard of 100 Gex. I, I can't say I've heard too much outside of like maybe the two songs my friend showed me to get the general idea. But uh, mm -hmm, of course. But he was like, yeah, the tree is literally across from like the park district. And I was like, Yep. wait like where we live and he's like yeah so we drove there <laughs> and literally people just bring shit and leave it at the tree like it looks like some sacrificial yep. shit and, <laughs> and it's like oh all right <laughs> why like, do i have like no idea where it, this is I'm do not, you know I'm where displays. mountain view is Apparently. chris like the mini golf it is yeah. across the street basically like we park huh. the car and just cross the street and it is right there and it's in front of like some some sort of like building shipping facility thing and i'm sure all the time they just see kids fucking showing up they're like what the fuck are they doing out there <laughs> well you said they were gonna like cut the tree down they thought about it because they were there's just like all these people coming by there and they were worried about i i, I mean a lot of this happened during the pandemic of time and so I'm sure there was like, well, this seems unsafe. <laughs> like it's a bunch of kids leaving shit. I think like the cleaning, the people who would like end to like the area around there, like oh, the grass and that kind of stuff. They were like, we don't really like all this like stuff here with it's just like toys, like random little like Mimi toys and stuff. And it's like, we don't really like this being here. And like, <laughs> all right, well, the Internet got a hold of this tree, so we have to cut it down. Everyone's like, no. Uh. Also, you can see it on Google Maps. It's actually like tagged on Google Maps as like Hunter Gex Tree. Oh and I it has that. a bunch of photos of people that went there and like took the same photo. Photos of like all the stuff that has been left around it. Like it's all it's all on the internet too. So people are making their pilgrimages through this tree. <laughs> so Wolf Road, <clears throat> burn the remains and honorary Hunter Gex. There's probably honorary a couple Hunter. more. Um, actually, I think Luca is, says they're based out of Displains. Okay. Sounds right. That's, that's familiar. Shared a bill with another Displains band. Very exciting, but uh, rare to do, rare to have it. Yeah. So, so, so the first uh, Wolf Road shows back is gonna actually be at the mini golf course across from the Hundred Gek Tree. Yep. So we can all that's just really funny yep. because we've <laughs> actually played there. Yep. We <laughs> several yeah. times. Yep. So like it could happen. Yeah. <laughs> Like Lizzie's saying it, and I'm like, Lizzie, I'm pretty sure everyone in Displains has a band has played at that at that fucking mini golf yeah. place. Listen, but it's new. It's new to everybody else. And then we're gonna say, guys, we're gonna go across the way to the tree, and we'll have a little bit of an after party there. Yep. It's fine. Socially distance. Everyone wears their goddamn <laughs> after party mask. at the Swear tree. to God. Before we <laughs> before we started Wolf Road, Nick and I played in a, a cover band. We did just like pop punk covers, like Fall Out Boy. Green Day, you know, all the good shit like that. Of course. And uh, we did our first show for that band at the the mini golf place, the skate park in the back, whatever there. It was so funny because it's like, you know, just a couple friends that knew about it because it was our first show and just people like skating in the background. And then like 
our guitarist's family shows up and there's all these like 50 year old uncles just like <laughs> yep like that was 50 percent of the population of that show <laughs> just like suburban dads that rolled through for that one yeah. <laughs> in the middle of the skate park so yeah a park there too there's a skate park right there at the mini golf place i really just feel like this is an untapped source that we're just gonna have to like say guys guess what guess what we're bringing back skate park mini golf shows it is early 2000s i think that's what happened during it. it i was a child during it so i'm just gonna try to bring it back okay <laughs> what a comeback <laughs> what a comeback yeah i'm like 100 years old so i'm like yeah all this sounds like yeah appropriate it's exactly what we need yeah yeah i'm, like, I'm in let's get like those knights columbus shows mm. going yeah like that kind of thing i never got to experience that did you guys know that we have our own tiktok it's at x emo social club x and we put a lot of different cool things on there from random train dancing videos to previews of our upcoming podcast episodes and anything else in between and also make sure you're following us on our youtube channel as well emo social club to search it in the search bar we have some really cool videos coming your way. Brian is making really cool adult beverages that you can make at home. I decided to make it an emo cocktail. So this one's called the Alone This Holiday by Muse. And I'm going to teach you how to make your favorite coffee from your equally favorite bands. The new Spear Box Coffee. We're gonna want to do 25 to 30 grams. All the coffee comes together, all the flavors are spread up. So keep on listening and follow our other social pages. Oh, and make sure to join the club. I never went to any of the good bands. I went to see like a bunch of shitty hardcore bands. I did see Quiet Drive. That was a band I saw at the Knights of Columbus. But I missed all the uh, the Academy is and the Fallout Boys and the bands like the that. The Fallout Boys. The Fallout Boys of Fallouting. Boys of Falling Boys out. of Fallout. Oh, you know another Displains uh, Displains band we can talk about, October Fall. Yeah, I've heard of them actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They were like a thing for a minute, right? Then they toured with Fall Out Boy and literally one minute. But yes. Yeah. Oh my God, you're so. <laughs> I am so salty. I'm not necessarily like salty anymore, but it's like that's the one band that like I went to high school with that was on cadence but then went on tour with like fall Out boy and paramore and all that stuff and it's like i knew these guys in the band and i'm like uh-huh should have been mm. me i'm like there's oh a really good God. reason that it wasn't me <laughs> then now in my older age i can look back at it and go you know what good for you but you were kind of assholes to me directly specifically so now never mind i'm glad your band broke up damn <laughs> the karma came back karma came back for him you know I guess I had um, when I was in high school still like one of the teachers had like her son, I guess, was in that band. And uh, she was telling me about that and showed me like newspaper clippings or something from that, too. And it was like toured Japan with Fallout Boy or something like yep. that. And they're like, yep. yeah, we got matching tattoos with the Fallout Boy guys. So just <laughs> trying to rub it in a little bit more. Yeah, a little bit. But, uh, uh, I was like, damn, that's sick. <laughs> that Was that uh, Mrs. Karkowski? Oh, yeah. Holy yes. shit! Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I I was good friends with her her son, a year old me, but we're all we're all friends. Did, he was really nice. He was their tour manager. He was really he was really cool. Just like oh, that guy is being mean to me, and he's like I don't know, man. Like get over it. And I'm like 
No. Did you go? No. Did you go to West? Oh yeah. shit. Yeah. In it, I, I graduated in 05, though. Okay. Like I'm hundred years. I graduated old. in 2017. So. So uh, we have to wrap up this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Because I just found it's out. It's okay. That I am. When I tell Brian I graduated high school in 2012, he's like, "All right, now we gotta go." <laughs> yep, gotta get out of here. Um, before we go, before we wrap this up, uh, let me make sure you have time to throw out all of your plugs. Throw out where everybody can find you. Uh, obviously, for the recorded version of this, the video is already out. Where can people watch it? All that good stuff. Yeah, so we're on all the socials. You know, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all that good shit at Wolf Road Band, spelled like wolf rd some people want to write out the whole name road. <laughs> you don't got to do that it's like if you're looking at the street sign mm-hmm. um you're watching the video yeah, you're, you're like working wolf you're working RD too hard it. if you're, you're spelling it out don't don't put that on yourself <laughs> yeah, abbreviations only to an extent yeah don't don't work that hard so at wolf road band on all social media We've got the Blue Moon Reimagined single out right now. Thanks so much, Emo Social Club, for premiering the video. And our acoustic slash reimagined EP counterpoint is coming out May 28th. So mark your calendars. We'll have the pre-saves going along for that soon. And uh, we're also going to have some merch coming in the near future. So keep your eyes open for that. Anything else you want to add to that, Nick? Yeah. No. Did I nail it? Fucking crushed it? Killed it. (laughs) Hell yeah. Do you want anyone to follow you guys personally on the internet? I mean, you'll find us out on there too. I'm at Chris Hoffmonster. I think it's Chris underscore Hoffmonster on uh, Instagram. But, you know, if you follow the band, you'll find us. (laughs) (laughs) Well, sweet. Um, Well, yeah. Everybody who's listening, make sure you go and check out the new stuff. Run those numbers up. A million plays by by Monday, I guess. Let's say by Monday. You got you got until next Monday to get a hundred pl- or hundred million plays. I'm even raising the number. You got plenty of time. Get it up. Oh Run it God. up. Uh, play sure- it in the background on silent. Don't do worry. It. Do it while you while go. you're sleeping. It'll be it'll be perfect. It'll it'll just be you know it's that chill but also angsty. You know that vibe. Lo-fi Wolf Road beats to chill too. <laughs> could you probably honestly could fall asleep to this in like a really good way though yeah <laughs> a positive way to fall asleep to it yeah um yeah go check everything out follow them on all the socials and um yeah thank you guys both for coming on the pod today uh we will be sure to check you guys out when you play your next show at, at a mini golf course i guess or a brewery yeah. or wherever hell it yeah. is <laughs> hell yeah thanks thank guys you. cool of course Thank you for checking out this episode of the Emo Social Club podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. We bet you did. I'm guessing. I mean, I'm assuming you had a really fun time listening to the way that I'm going to edit this. So Brian also (laughs) knows at the end of this is I'll put a little bit of a snippet of that song. But but then it's a teaser. You have to go listen to the whole last thing. So hopefully you enjoyed what you listened to that. And now you're going to go listen and watch the full music video of Blue Moon Reimagined by Wolf Road better do it uh yeah if you liked it make sure you share it make sure you tell people about the podcast it will help us grow to where we want to go to we be will be back the trl of your dreams. yeah the trl of the of the new generation 
we will be back next week with new episode coming out monday new recording on thursday from all of us here at the emo social club podcast and brian i'm lizzie bye keeps you on oh my god you're a little dance there a little jig Do 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 do.